Welcome to the How Great Events Happen podcast. I'm Cody. And I'm Brooke. And we're coming to you today from our respective home offices in Portland, Oregon. Raise the bar on food for work. Add DoorDash for Work, a Cvent partner, to your employee benefits package. DoorDash for Work provides meal benefits and food perks for both virtual and in-office needs. To sign up, please visit work.doordash.com. Today we have Steve Schultz, Head of Strategic Meetings Management at Lincoln Financial, to talk to us about how their virtual event went at the end of June. Yeah, it was really great to hear how Steve was able to change to virtual so quickly. And a lot of people had to do this earlier this year, so it's really just great to hear another successful example of what our listeners can do. Yeah, and it was also really interesting to hear how we engaged with Cvent's professional services department to help with some of the more complicated details. So let's hear what Steve has to say. All right, Steve, thank you so much for joining the podcast. Uh, But before we get started, can you just tell us a little bit about Lincoln Financial Group and how you became the head of strategic meetings management? Sure. Cody, Brooke, thanks for uh, having me on today. I really appreciate the opportunity. Uh, A little bit about Lincoln. Uh, Lincoln Financial Group is uh, this family of companies that provides uh, long-term care, income, retirement, and life insurance solutions for everyday Americans so they can uh, retire with dignity. Uh, I'm really proud to work for a company that actually, um, you know, does an impact in everyday life. Um, And we see it in countless stories throughout our advisors, just making impacts that really set them up for success, you know, for for their generation and future generations. And real cool, uh, quick tidbit about Lincoln Financial. You know, we've been around for 115 years and we were uh, one of the only companies back in the 1900s that actually got permission directly from Abraham Lincoln's son, Robert, uh, to use his image and likeness. So very cool and, and very proud to, uh, to be modeled after uh, you know, such a strong and great president. That's a really cool story. I bet you did that a few times, huh? Steve, it sounds I, like you guys I, are looking for that. Yeah, no, I haven't actually. Uh, you know, I, I like to switch things up. Yeah, no, I haven't. And it's funny, I, I, I constantly dig into our history because we've been around for quite some time and you always learn something new, you know, um, about the company. So it was just uh, something I had found uh, just doing some research, even on our own company. Uh, oh there's so gosh. much has changed over the years. Yeah. Yeah, Steve, that is really interesting background on Lincoln Financial, but curious how you became the head of strategic meetings management. Yes, thanks, Brooke. Um, actually, have a unique background. Totally non uh, non life insurance. You know, I came from the sports and entertainment background, where um, you know, I was a sport management major and became a uh, director of events for a uh, event facility management company. And then, at one point in time, made the transition to uh, convince a life insurance company to take a leap of faith um, and hopefully see some transferable skills. Uh, in event planning that would apply in in the corporate world. So came in uh, five years ago with Lincoln Financial as an event planner. And, uh, you know, in the first six months, I had to learn Cvent. I was introduced to it and didn't even know what the name was, didn't know anything about it, um, but kind of had like this instant, uh, you know, love-hate-love relationship in the sense that in the first three months, you guys rolled out your blue release of your event management software system, which was like this real cool, um, you know, uh, evolution and this real cool interface and enhancement that you made to see that. Um, 
I had learned three months previously on the Brown version. So I had to make like this transition and all long story short, after six months, you know, I always found myself going to see event whenever I had to solve an everyday solution. Cause I was new to, to life insurance and, and new to the corporate uh, meeting environment. And so I was always, you know, calling into your customer service line, which essentially kind of cross trained me throughout all the modules and see event. And, uh, you know, I was always able to find that solution with it. So um, really cool. Um, and after six months, I had a, a, an opportunity to um, kind of take the program that was uh, implemented and really uh, put my spin and in, in, in my, um, my development um, in, in a role that allowed me to, to create my own job description. You know, strategic meetings management, at least in our corporation wasn't even talked about five years ago. So proven, you know, time and time again, that CVent was our center of excellence and it delivered, you know, true valuable application allowed me to create that job description. to what it is today and, and really have a seat at the table. Very cool. Yeah. I mean, being in the industry, I've definitely seen this sort of concept, this SMM really flourish over the past few years. So it sounds like you've been really at the center of that. And I think it's so interesting when event professionals see that opportunity and kind of do create their own roles, especially when it comes to plugging in technology like Cvent. Um, and I know you, ha you have a lot of events, but you recently had an event that you actually converted to virtual. A lot of us have been talking about virtual here in 2020. I'm so curious what that decision process looked like within Lincoln Financial. It was quite the journey, I could tell you that much. Um, you know, we spent uh, countless uh, hours, weeks on calls, doing our own research and development on what a virtual um, event program or, or tier of programs would look like um in the current environment so you know i would say taking a step back the initial reaction pre-covid in january was you know we, we started to hear rumblings about what was going on and started to think about how that could impact our daily business and you know in march we were actually forced to work from home and it wasn't until that point that we started you know hitting the pause button moving meetings into a whole pending decision uh, mode. So we learned what Lincoln's stance was. And that's when really the hard research and uh, development took place. We examined over 60 platforms that could solve um, platforms and or technology solutions that could solve various things and really kind of putting the puzzle together in our world to come up with like a three tiered system. So that out of the 250 meetings and events that we support, we would have a a customized solution um, to, to fit the needs. So it wasn't until most recently that we actually executed um, our first two virtual uh, meeting events. And, uh, you know, there was a lot of lessons learned um, to be expected, but uh, certainly, uh, you know, it's exciting. It's exciting to totally kind of flip the way that we do business. I mean, we really had to revamp everything about the meeting planning process. Like, in the virtual world, it was similar, but yet there was so much that was different. And I think on the planning side is really where um, a lot of our time was spent mapping out processes um, that would allow us to achieve those meeting goals. 
No, you're absolutely right. I mean, it's not as it's easier said than done really changing from in person to virtual events. And I mean, I imagine you along with everybody else had a lot of uh, you know questions about how to get this done correctly and getting help and guidance really is going to be the first step. But what I think is really cool is that you engage with C-Events Professional Services Department, the integrated events team to pull this off. Can you tell us a little bit about your uh, interaction with the integrated events team and how that worked out? Yeah, absolutely. Um, it certainly did take a village of people. Our entire conference and event planning uh, team each participated. We actually broke down the entire virtual um, meeting event lifecycle and developed these individual task force that allow folks that focus on specialized areas and then come back and report to the group. And it was through those constant interactions that we landed up um, with Cvent's integration team and got introduced to them through our customer success uh, consultant um, and introduced us to this group of brilliant folks that you know really took the time to listen to what our pain points were, listen to what we really were trying to attempt to solve because this is before any any emails, any white papers. This is this is before anything was actually put in print as a playbook, if you will, on how you actually execute in this environment. So they really took the time. There was over a series of multiple meetings that they really listened, um, which was outstanding. And so what we decided to do was leverage that team to um, work in our instance of On24, which is one of the platform solutions that we are utilizing in the virtual environment, but give them the license to work in our instance to design on our behalf, serve as a project management um, on the project to walk us through these unchartered orders. It was new to us. We recognize, um, you know, we could do this in a live, uh, a live setting with our eyes closed, but virtual, you know, it'd be nice to have some coaching um, along the way, some best practices if we can avoid, you know, some of those pain points because the expectation amongst you know, where our department sits in the organization, the expectation is always, you know, delivering this high level service. And it doesn't matter if it's our first go around or not, we still got to be able to deliver. So being able to bring the integrated service team along for the ride um, to serve as our backboard and, and kind of walk us through it was definitely invaluable. And then, you know, moving into the event, you know, we actually contracted to have day of support, right? So we had a lifeline um, for our back house um, working staff, as well as for the attendees to have this technical support, just to make sure everyone had this, um, this great user experience. And, and we've been very pleased and very happy and kind of set the foundation to serve as one of our tiered solutions or proposed tiered solutions um, moving forward and, and have a framework to work off of, which will only improve as, as uh, the number of events kind of carry on. Absolutely. And I have to imagine that when you were first planning the event, when it was going to be live and in person, there was a lot of different elements to it. But when you pivoted to virtual, probably some of those changed. What were some of the elements that changed in this virtual environment? Yeah, I think the, the hardest thing, not essentially for our team, um, you know, they get it, but the hardest thing was um, educating you know, the clients on how to think differently, right? Um, and when we say client, you know, 70% of what we do is internal facing, 30% is external facing. So even our own um, colleagues and constituents, educating them on rethinking their agenda, you know, what was once a two and a half day um, program that ran from 
eight to five with 15 breakouts per day, condensing down to what the key goals and objectives of what they wanted to get out of the meeting and the why, like the why, like why are we having this meeting? What are the goals and objectives and how do we want to deliver that? Scaling that down to just include that, those uh, most important items into an agenda in a four hour format, no more, um, so that it's easily digestible and how do we create the best um, customer experience around, around the content. I think that was the, the hardest transition to map out. Everyone wanted to just jump right to, well, what is the technology solution? And while this technology and the platform is one element of this whole planning life cycle, it's ultimately, in my mind, my opinion, it comes towards the end. Let's start with goals and objectives. Let's truly understand who your audience is. Why are they coming to this event? What do they want to get out of it? And eventually, throughout the process, um, we'll land on that platform. So it took some some education, some convincing, and and a leap of faith uh, to to allow them to to trust us to deliver for them. Yeah, I love that approach, Steve. I love taking a step back and looking at what the goals and objectives are for the event before I start thinking about putting together the content and the technology. It really does start with that assessment. And a lot of times when it comes to these events, it's about also keeping your attendees engaged because we've talked to a ton of people, you know, this virtual environment, it can be a little unengaging at times if you're just kind of doing the same thing, you're just sitting through hour long presentations. So what did you guys do to keep everyone's attention? And I guess most importantly, was it successful? Yeah, sure. Um, I will start off saying, you know, this was our first go around and you know, one of my biggest um, hesitations was that we wanted to deliver a great customer experience. Uh, at the same time, we didn't want to bite off too much uh, more than we can chew um, in the sense that, you know, we had to relearn things that weren't even part of our daily um, uh, areas of responsibilities that we had to learn. And one of them that comes to mind is just like audio and video recording. There was a lot of pre-recorded sessions that our team is now setting up these meetings to make sure people are recording their sessions right and make sure that, um, you know, audio is clear, video is clear, the signal's coming in. And, and, and that was just one one hundredth of, of the new roles and responsibilities. And I, and I say that just to put it in context that, you know, I think we have a framework to work off of. And so the engagement piece of where we, we, where we focused on was really on the, the content and the speakers, right? Educating, and this is where C-Vent's integrated service team came to play, edu educating our speakers if they weren't familiar, which some of them um, you know, weren't as familiar um, as speaking to a virtual audience is educating them on, on that process and how you speak to a virtual audience. And then, you know, we had technical rehearsals, getting them uh, comfortable with the technology. So, you know, utilizing polling, utilizing Q&A and being comfortable sharing your screen in this on 24 environment was new to everybody. And the people and the speakers that were most successful and those that had the highest level of engagement. I mean, we had some sessions that were only, you know, 35, 40 minutes long that had well over 59 questions come in the Q and A. And it really went into the speaker's comfortability on utilizing that technology 
the content, what he was sharing, and making that virtual audience feel like they're a part of this, this live event as much as possible and as authentic as possible. I think that is a, a huge win for, for what this group did. Yeah, I mean, that's a really good point. This is new for you in terms of configuring the event, playing it out, but it's, it's also pretty new for a lot of speakers out there who are just not used to engaging people in a virtual environment. So with all that said, I just have to say congratulations on having a really successful virtual event under your belt. I mean, Steve, was there anything that surprised you or, or maybe any silver linings that came out of this? Yeah, you know, we had read, you know, we did our research, we talked to Steven, we talked to our partners, you know, what can we expect? you know, going into this virtual and they alluded to, you know, you'll see attendance spike, you know, maybe around 25, 30%. Um, and in fact, in our one, one event, we, we had well over a hundred percent, um, attendee, uh, increase in, in registration. They were expecting 250. I think we landed on 739 folks, um, that actually registered for the event. Um, and the act active engagements were actually even higher than that because folks were actually on multiple devices. Um, so when you look at those metrics, it was kind of eye-opening for folks, and it was great to report to senior leadership that, look, we can reach a bigger audience. And oh, by the way, <laughs> it was less expensive to do so. And, you know, the other beauty of it was, you know, the reporting, right? So we you know, in a live meeting, the hardest thing to do is track the attendee journey. I know, you know, there's a lot of technology out there that allows us to do that. But, you know, you're always trying to find out, well, how long was this person engaged? What, what was most relevant to them? In that virtual space, we could actually deliver upon that a lot easier than we actually could in person. Um, so that was a big win for us. You know, the other wins, I would say, um, for this event, you know, we got exposure to other departments um, that we never, you know, had a close working relationship um, that we kind of reached out and connected to. And now they have a full understanding of who we are, where we sit in the organization, the value that we bring. And they're actually excited to, to work and partner along with us to, to create that best user experience, which ultimately, you know, it all ties back to, um, you know, a sales driven um, environment. Yeah, it sounds like, well, let me just start by saying that it warms my heart when you say things like attendee journey and, you know, tracking those metrics because this is what I live and breathe every day. And so I think it's so fun to hear somebody out in the wild who's planning events talking about the importance of this because you are gathering so much data from your attendees. You talked about having higher registration and a lot more engagement than you saw before. When it comes to your C-suite though, what are they looking at for your metrics? Like how did you interpret all of these new metrics that you're seeing in this new environment? Yeah, sure. We're actually still tweaking this, um, you know, as we speak, kind of taking, um, you know, some of these uh, not so user-friendly reports and creating these dashboards, but, you know, really being able to report out on, you know, an engagement score. Um, you know, with the, the online um, metrics, you're able to rate an engagement score that tells how, how, how engaged the person was during the meeting. So how many times they downloaded a certain piece of literature, right, back to our marketing team, how many times those uh, brochures were downloaded, how 
how many um, sessions this person attended, how many questions they asked while they were um, in a certain session, how many they actually went to, what was their average, um, you know, duration time um, on that virtual platform. Did they network with other folks, send one-on-one -on -one messaging? You kind of have a, so much to choose from and just cleaning that up in a nice um, aesthetic, you know, digital way to, to present to the C-suite that's easily digestible. Um, you know, they're excited. You know, when they start seeing these metrics, they get excited and what comes to mind and it's already happening is, you know, they're now looking at meetings and events totally differently. You know, historically, you know, where you would have the same sets of types of meetings on a year after year basis, this now opens those opportunity to have meetings that, you know, never were possible, whether through budgetary constraints or through, you know, just from a, from a travel, um, you know, a travel logistics standpoint where we weren't able to get certain groups of people together, this opens the door for that. And, they, and you're able to do that in a very kind of successful and polished way. Yeah, it's so cool the type of data that you can get and the reach. You can really reach out to a ton of people now that you're in a virtual environment. I love that aspect of this. And you mentioned earlier the way you did that is you used On24 as your webcast host. There's a lot of cool options out there, Cvents. I'm really excited for our solution that's coming out. But can you tell our listeners how you know On24 went in terms of being your webcast host and, and maybe what our listeners could be using it for? Yeah, sure. Um, you know, what we learned like, uh, through this um, journey, you know, I mentioned that uh, we had gotten connected uh, with other departments around the company. And we actually learned um, in our discoveries that we actually had an ON24 license within the organization um, in our one particular business unit, which was actually deployed in January. And they were going to take this nice strategic, you know, process of introducing just the webcast elite um, portion of on 24 take their time in, in the adoption and in comes March, you know, we're forced to work from home, we come knocking at the door like, wait a minute on 24. You know, we're interested in that. No, by the way, did you know, there's all these other modules, right? So we actually um, accelerated their learning curve and their growth and their adoption um, to the point where it's half the year's halfway over and they've already far exceeded um, their use of on 24 and, and a number of events they anticipated to to do in the year but basically on 24 allows us to have a polished you know audio video and content in this side-by-side -side format that really comes off very strong very professional um, there's so much that can be done with it. You have your branding, right? So the same branding that we utilize in Cvent, we're able to carry that theme over to On24. We're able to develop these um, consoles in a way that allow people to download um, PDFs with ease, have group chat, have um, Q&A opportunities, have links to bios, speakers, and headshots, all in this cohesive console. Um, but ultimately, what tied this all together and where I think a lot of meeting planners are looking for, there's a lot of tools out there, and you really need that landing page that ties it all together, and that's where On24's Engagement Hub and their target page solution really ties that attendee journey all the way. So it would like replicate 
similar to how Cvent does registration where you select your sessions, you have the ability to host these session tiles on these target and these engagement hubs um, to allow them to navigate from one session to the next in a very cohesive, um, cohesive way. Well, it certainly sounds like you've learned a lot over the past few months. Um, you've certainly pivoted quickly. I'm sure you have a lot of advice um, that you could be giving our listeners. So I'm going to give you the hardest question of the day. Are you ready for this, Steve? Oh, man. Let's do it. <laughs> and the question is, and we ask this to everyone, but it's if you had one takeaway or one piece of advice for our listeners, what would that be? Such a hard question. Um, I feel like we've all lived and breathed this topic for so long to the point where we're on conference calls and our, our entire team, like I said, was part of this process to the point we've talked so much about it that we would have days where we were totally in tune to, um, you know, what was going on. There's other days we were so mentally spent. So our team would just jump in with what I was going to say because they, they've heard it and we've learned and grown together. So um, what a tough question. Um, if I had to answer it truthfully, I'd try to, to make it as easy as possible. Um, big takeaway for me was making new friends and making mistakes. And, you know, what I mean by that, you know, make new friends within your organization you know, make sure that you're in touch. And, and we were to an extent, but we had a added layer of exposure just given the circumstance. Make sure you're in touch with procurement, with legal. Um, a big win for us is getting in touch with an IT architect um, uh, director that understood the corporate lens of what everyone was trying to accomplish in a digital environment throughout the organization how we kind of fit within that mold, how we can help accelerate the learning curve and some of these other solutions that they may or may not be considering and just kind of be a part of that overarching solution. So not just solving for our conference and event needs across your organization, but what about all the other events that our team doesn't support through certain criteria for one reason or another? How do we help corporate um, you know, solve for that because it's all part of the same learning process. So definitely make new friends, find that IT architect director, um, find that information security folks, uh, another new friend that we had made. So now they have a lifeline into our CVent, our ON24 system. And, uh, you know, they can make sure that when we produce these events that have these crazy increased attendance, that nothing's going to be affected from a bandwidth standpoint on the back end and everyone has a great user experience. The other one I would say is make mistakes. And this one's hard. This one is so hard for our team. And I think we were very strategic in, you know, coming up with our approach to this complex um, problem on how we deliver these virtual peer conferences. Not everything is the same, right? You have some events that are small, less complex, but then as you start adding the layers on, it really becomes this complex problem to solve and can be overwhelming at times. But I think taking a step back, realizing that, you know, everyone's at this work from home environment, they're more adept to um, an understanding if things don't run 100% um, perfect. And, and for us as meeting planners, you know, the type A personalities want perfection at all times. 
And sometimes that inhibits our ability to learn and to grow. So I say that uh, to say, you know, dip your toes in the water, jump in, try something. This more than ever, this is the opportunity to take advantage of the situation that we're in and be innovative, be creative, and go out and try things. And if it works, great. We have a framework. We'll build upon that. We'll fix and fine-tune and smooth out those wrinkles. Um, but now more than ever, don't be afraid to, to make those, those little mistakes. And chances are those mistakes are only noticed on the back end and not on the, uh, the user experience. That's so great. I mean, that's, that's what it's all about right now. It's just time to really be fearless and just dive right in. And I really just love what you said too earlier about, uh, you know, it's kind of bringing you guys closer together at Lincoln Financial. You guys were, you're able to find new contacts internally and make new friends there. Like that's a really, really cool benefit, I think. But Steve, it's, it's just been so great to have you on the podcast. Again, congratulations on a successful event. Before we let you go, is there anything that you'd like to promote or maybe share with our listeners? No, not truthfully. You know, I, like most meeting, uh, meeting planners out there and, you know, we're anxious to see, you know, Cvent um, bring their proprietary solution to, to solving this virtual environment. And, and I would just say, you know, Cvent's been great all along um, and, and with your approaches that you actually listen to your customers. And we actually, you know, meeting planners like our team and, and many others around the world are able to, um, create help create these solutions and give our opinions and be beta testers and you know have have a voice at the table on the types of products that you guys create and i think more than any other company you guys actually listen and and you give us those opportunities and i would encourage anyone um out there get involved you know whether it's a customer success group whether it's you know taking a, a certification being active in the event community um you know, whatever it is, be, be involved. These folks are here to listen and nothing better than to learn from folks that actually use the tool to help develop that solution. I think it accelerates the learning curve. I think we have a better product in the end um, because of it. And, and it's exciting to work on those type of things. So I definitely so, encourage folks to reach out. So Steve, are we going to virtually see you at Cvent Connect in a few weeks? Uh, you certainly will. You know, it's not uh, it's not in person, but the the beauty of that, the beauty of the virtual world, is you know, you send it out to our team. Block your calendars. You don't have to leave. Um, there's no travel involved, and then we're actually able to take those new friends that we've made um, in our company, and now we can send them a link and say, hey, this is what I've been talking about, and there's no better place to see all the technology in action than at this conference. And this will kind of connect the dots and bring things to light. We can bring our um, key stakeholders um, to see, you know, and, and to educate them on, on the product roadmap and that, you know, this is where we're headed um, as, a, as a product solution and, and no better opportunity than, than now to, to kind of take a couple hours and tune in as you will. That's awesome. Well, thank you again, Steve, so much for joining us. Another success story converting to virtual. It was really great to get behind the scenes looking at how this was successfully pulled off. Yeah, and I really liked how he made new friends and mistakes along the way. Sometimes all you need is a little help to be successful. And you know what, Cody? Sometimes you're just that friend I need. Oh, bro. I know. <laughs> to get more episodes and exclusive content, head on over to cvent.com slash podcast. 
And before you know it, we will have another great episode. So we'll talk to you then. Bye. Bye.